Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. There was a time I was so afraid So scared to do what I wanted In looking back I can see all the mistakes that I made And I wish that I Talk to me and tell me I can change. Don't be afraid. Just walk with your head up high. Don't be afraid. Just take it one step at a time. Don't give up on your dreams, no matter how small. Hi, welcome to Blog Talk Radio, Safe Recovery. This is Monica, and I'm your host. So tonight is March 26th, 2013. Wow, it has been two years since I started Blog Talk Radio, Safe Recovery. I can't believe it. We've done over 100 shows or thereabout. I am having a little problem with the chat. Uh, I can't get it too open. It's swirling and swirling. I'm working on a different laptop tonight because somebody is editing on my computer as we speak, the trailer for the documentary. So I am really sorry that we're not going to be able to see people, and I guess that means people won't be able to log into the chat unless I can figure out how to do it. But I am, so this is what's happening tonight. So we're going to have Gunther 2000, from his blog, exposeaa.org. And he is basically responsible for, I feel like, you know, me having a show because he had a show that was from the community pages on Stinkin' Thinkin'. And when he stopped doing it, I just couldn't stop because I had so much I needed to uh, vent about. And so I asked him to co-host with me tonight. I'm going to bring him on in a second, so hang in there, Gunther, I'm just being a second. And then I'm going to have uh, Hank Hayes, who wrote, You've Been Lied To. And uh, then 15 minutes later after that, so 4.15, we're going to have Hank Hayes call in. And then Amy Lee Coy is going to call in at 4.30 uh, Pacific Standard Time. And I think we're going to have... Uh, time that we might take some calls, but I'm not going to be able to see what's going on. It really looks like the chat is not going to work, which is too bad. I love the chat room for people to say things. Anyway, it's okay. It's all good. All right, I'm going to bring Gunther on. Hello, Gunther. You are live. Hi, how are you? 
I'm good. How you doing? It's good to talk to you, Monica. Oh, thank you. Thanks for letting me be on your show. Oh, you're welcome, and thank you. Uh, we were been looking at your footage, and uh, you really did a really great job in the interviews that you did for me. Oh, thank you. Yeah, you'll get to see them eventually. So you're right. in the film, my friend. You're in. You made it into the trailer, so <laughs> it's a long trailer right now. It's like 20 minutes long, but. I'm so happy to have you on. I'm so frustrated because I am on a different laptop, and so this laptop probably needed some kind of update for the Flash chat to work, and I was rushing, so there is no chat room, so I can't see it, which means nobody can probably even get in there. Can you see uh, a chat room? I can see it, yeah. We have uh, like six people in there, seven people, six oh, people. Oh, really? Well, maybe you can... Talk for me then, because mine is just spinning, going round and round. So if people ask questions, can you, like, you're going to be on the whole show, so everybody out there knows that Gunther here is going to co-host the show with me. Okay. I'll, right? I'll keep an eye on that. Keep an eye out and see. And um, uh, So I thought what we would talk about is, you know, what's transpired over the last two years with the work we've been doing. And uh, you want to tell us a little bit about maybe what you know or what you've been doing for the last two years? Well, I've just been doing the same old thing. I blog a bit, and I, I try to get the word out there that I believe AA is a religious cult dressed up to look like a treatment for alcoholism. But um, beyond my own efforts, I've noticed that there's there's kind of a, I don't know if you call it groundswell. Uh, mm-hmm. there's, there's a a movement that's really growing. People are becoming more and more willing to speak out against AA and uh, have their voices heard about their experiences and the abuses that go on within AA culture. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're seeing that on HuffPo Live. Um, yeah. We're seeing some good videos by Stanton Peel mm-hmm. and some stuff on The Fix and... Um, all around the web, really. If if you look up AA cult or just AA in general, you'll find a lot of critical views out there. So we're not alone in this. Right. I googled uh, AA is a dangerous cult uh, a couple of nights ago and actually found new links that I had never seen uh, for somebody uh, who's close to me who's deep programming. And um, I don't know if you saw my new post on leaving AA, but I sure wish you would post something there. I said, how long will it take to clean out the AA? Have you seen it? Have you gone over to my blog lately? No, I haven't seen it. Oh, my God. Oh, I'd love for you to... But I just was thinking about, you know, how long does it take to, not just using the word deprogram, but to get the thoughts or the arguments of what they say and what we say and, you know, out of my head and... I'm certainly not alone, you know, but I do think that things have come a long way. And one of the things that I wanted to just talk about, because it's a really big issue that took me, I mean, I think I was gone a year before I realized that 13-stepping, which we were dealing with in AA when I was trying to make it safer inside, I did not connect the dots and understand that it's my civil rights, that it's illegal to sexually harass me in a meeting, and that 13-stepping actually begins in a meeting when you first flirt with somebody and hit on them. And 
one of the biggest things that we were told was, that's an outside issue. Oh, what do you mean? The 13th step doesn't happen in a meeting. The sex happens somewhere outside a meeting. And me and Callie and everybody else were just like, I was just talking with my editor about this. We were like, we knew there was something really stupid about what they were saying. And we kept trying to link it to their stupid traditions. But what it really linked to was our amendment rights in the Constitution and what a lot of people fought for, both men and women who get sexually harassed at the workplace or uh, at the workplace, you know. And so I just want to say that if somebody's listening, that that is your amendment rights to that the people can't do that. And sexual harassment is a civil crime. And all you need is their name and their first and last name. And you could start warning people that I will sue you in civil court and I'll sue uh, this place and sue Alcoholics Anonymous that this is um, against my rights. And you cannot, just like a therapist, cannot hit on their client. That happened in, I think, the 70s or the early 80s and somebody was sued. So anyway, that was kind of my just one of the things that I didn't know. Um, I didn't think A was a cult when I first met you. I certainly think it has all the uh, attributes of a cult today. And I think that the brainwashing is deep. And I think it takes a couple years, at least, to deprogram, which it's been for me now, you know, a couple of years. I don't know if I'll ever deprogram completely. I think there'll always be this nagging little stepper at the back of my head, some <laughs> self-critical voice that just nags me because of doing that tenth step over and over and over and over. Um, I'm I'm wondering. It's been years now, and it's still there. You know, it still lingers. I have to challenge it. Is what I need to do. I need to. Uh, Use reason, reason, and rational thought to just challenge it and dismiss it. Mm. You know, I, I think that's a good point. I think that um, for myself, that there's EMDR. Somebody told me about you know there's trauma therapy that they use now, and there's hypnosis that I haven't tried because I agree with you at a certain level that you know I spent, we both spent a lot of time listening to the reading. <coughs> I do believe you could get you can get rid of it, and um, but I do think that counseling and outside uh, therapies are the thing that are going to switch it. I found that chanting uh, shuts it up completely. Just chanting, um, a type of Buddhist chanting, chant, chanting, sorry, um, just shuts the, that those voices up completely. So um, uh, therapy, I'm. I'm just started therapy with someone who's uh who really understands I'm not going to say who it is but uh, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. really understands the uh the stuff you go through as a result of you know being in the cult and leaving the cult right right and uh I just started so I'm hoping it'll be helpful I'm so glad no I'm sure it will be helpful maybe it'll keep us in you know, in touch with us, and uh, well, it looks like someone. Oh, I'm sorry, I, there's another caller in the line. Um, I'm so really we'll glad that you're taking calls that. during the show. Yeah, I'm going to take calls. And is there somebody saying they're calling in? Because I still can't see the chat. Um, is anybody calling in? There's like ten. There's like twelve people in chat. 
Oh, okay, that's good. Good. Let's see. So we have looks like Kevin is listening. Um so I can always see his number there. And then this could be we had Amy, um, I think no, maybe uh I think that Hank was gonna call in Hank Hayes. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't know what number he's uh, it's four eleven now. Um one a couple other things I just want to say because they're kind of big news stories, Gunther, as we go forward. But one of the biggest shifts that I've seen this past year is Alcoholics Anonymous and NA actually in the headline. So those 5,000 letters that they send out to the media asking them to also break our First Amendment rights, the freedom of the press, mm-hmm. the reporters are saying, sorry, but uh, this is news and we need to print it. One of them is Alcoholics Anonymous host allegedly sold drugs at meetings. In Seattle, the owner of a South Seattle nonprofit club that regularly hosts Alcoholics Anonymous meetings was arrested on Monday night for allegedly selling oxycodone before and after meetings. Uh, the other one here is a really horrible, sad story uh, in Bellingham. The Bellingham man, 64, charged with molesting girl at AA meeting. And um, this is something that I think uh, once I'm done with my film and activism to get child protection uh, agencies involved with uh, getting them to the awareness out that no one should, it's just so big, you know, don't bring your kids, don't bring men you really don't know around your small children, you know, that sort of thing. Yeah, there's a lot of uh, miscreants at AA meetings and and the NA meetings, and I, I've heard, I've been to a few NA meetings. I never saw it, but I've heard that it's one of the best places you can go to get drugs. Oh, really? That's what I heard. Um, yeah. Well, I'm. I think uh, it's uh, a lot of. There's a lot of. Oh, yeah. The one in NA story that was really, really uh, bad was the one where the NA sponsee murdered the NA sponsor in North Carolina, and the some guy posted on Leaving AA that he actually dated the sponsor, the man who was murdered, and said that the man who uh, they were all talking about was not such a great guy. They posted him as, you know, Mr. Mr. N-A-A-A, and he he was really nasty to his sponsees. He told him he talked nasty about them when they were running around um, and punitive and made fun of them. Mm-hmm. I was like, wow. I mean, these you know, people are just, they're not going to take it anymore. You know, the people are not going to just, um, just, they're not going to just walk away or do what I did when, you know, 35, 37 years ago. So I, I want to see who's calling in. Let's see who's calling. Yeah, let's see. Hi, caller. You're on the line. Hi, Monica. Hey, who's this? This is Lee. This is I'll Be Free. Oh, my God. Hi, Lee. How you doing? How are you? How are you? I just want to congratulate you on your 100th show and just encourage you to please keep it up because, you know, that voice of yours is what empowers so many of us out here to dare to challenge what we have, quote-unquote, learned from AA. <laughs> Woo-hoo! I was, do you know Lee uh, Gunther? She's no. I'll be, I'll be free. I'll be free on the blogs. Hi, Lee. It's nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. I love your blog. 
Thanks. <laughs> what I just did today, you know, I've been really busy working on some uh, some different things because I want to be able to uh, do more of the work that we do, but I still got to, you know, cover home base. So I'm working on some projects. Right. But today I went on leaving AA, and they were talking about somebody saying, you know, do we have all this out here just for revenge? And, you know, it really made me angry because, and I wrote a whole thing on leaving AA that you'll see, and I offered to help anybody who contacted me before the end of this month, okay, in honor of that pro-AA person who came to leaving AA, because I really don't understand these pro-AA people who who go to AA sites, um, anti-AA sites. I really don't understand them. There's so many things that they should be doing for their sobriety. So what I did, (laughs) that's that stuff that still lingers. Um, So what I did is I said, anybody who contacts me who needs help, a lot of people are intimidated by technology, the whole blogging thing, websites. Anybody who needs my help to just get them started, if they give me their name, their email, you know, just the basic stuff you need to start a WordPress blog or a, or a Facebook page, I will get them started. I think one of the things we need to do is have, you know, just for the catharsis of it. You don't have right. to be a writer. You don't have to be a speaker. You don't have to be a big activist. Right. Expressing your voice helps you. Right. So I would like anybody who wants that kind of help, they need just I'll help you set it up and all you'll have to do is go and put your thoughts out there. And I think mm. the more we have people expressing themselves in a safe way, the more the world is gonna to have to start to recognize that there's a hell of a lot more of us than there are of them who are going right. to those meetings. I'm sure of that. I'm sure there's more people who've left AA than those who are in AA. That's right. It's it, logic. Look- well, it is the numbers that one of the ex-board members that I interviewed for my film, he's like really, really smart guy, and he did the statistics. And if you think about it, I mean, we looked online, and maybe 1.5 million get a DUI every year. And even if it's your first, you're going to get sent to some classes, and, and even if they don't say you've got to go to AA, they're going to wind up most likely in some AA meetings. Oh, my God, AA, there would be 50 million people, you know, in yeah. AA, and it's decreasing, and so... I, that kind of dawned on me too, Lee. Like about a couple months ago, I said, "You know what? There are more of us than them. Yes. I don't care how many of them are hidden. They don't go to meetings anymore. They got twenty, twenty-five, thirty, thirty-five years. They don't go to meetings, and they still think it's like it was back in the seventies, even though it was imperfect back then too. That, you know, it is exactly what you're saying. That there's there's not more of them, even though they feel like they're everywhere. <laughs> what do you think, Gunther? Well, I. Just was doing something here, so I really wasn't following. I'm sorry. I got a text message. Oh, okay. Uh, you were cooking pasta or something instead of listening to <laughs> I'm sorry. I, <laughs> he's making a pizza. Long, well, we're, you know, I mean, he's, I love it. Is, he's trying to live a life <laughs> instead of just always blogging, Gunther. I mean, <laughs> didn't you just hear the little I, beat go on? I'm just doing a radio show. <laughs> no, I'm joking. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't I, hear anything, but you know me. Well, like, I just went to like. Pasta, spaghetti, I could smell it. It just sounded uh, good. It made me hungry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm, no, I'm really sorry. It's okay it. because, you know, she and I could just go on. I want to ask you something. Who was the blogger? I, I must have missed it because I was too busy today working on the trailer. Who came on leaving you know, AA? I didn't. I, I haven't had time to find who it is because i kind of been having my head up my butt for a while. Right. But, um... Sue had put something out in response to the person who said something about revenge. I tried to find it. I couldn't find it. 
And so I just went and responded to it because I know there's a lot of those pro AAs who come on and they get on mm-hmm. their little soapbox and they, you know, they want to discredit people. And what I wanted is for the people who go on and, you know, those people, they just read. They don't say anything. I wanted to be the one to, to just say, hey, your your feelings are your feelings. They're valid. Feelings are not right or wrong. Because in AA, what they ta- what they tried to, you know, shove down my throat was, you can't afford to be angry. You can't afford to be upset. Because <laughs> if you experience any anger, well, then you're going to pick up, you're going to relapse, you're going to die. So do you know how sick that is? That's pathological. We're human beings. We have feelings. You know, we must learn to channel them and use them. Like, I have a feeling that I want to go to an AA meeting, find my sponsor, and just kick her right in the twat. Okay, I have a right to have that feeling. I don't have right. a right to go kick her, you know? Right, <laughs> right, right. Yeah, it's a really, that whole thing about, the one that I really, like, clung on to was that if you, you know, if you got angry and held that resentment, that it that it brought you off from the sunlight, of, it cut you off from the sunlight of the spirit, and you would drink yeah. again, you know, that whole... And we were so young, the group of, group of people that I was around, and, you know, we were very, you know, a seekers and really looking for a spiritual path and really tried to hang on to every word in the book and the culture that that kind of, you know, rang true to some kind of spiritual path. And that's nuts. I mean, that's crazy because what I what I observed with AA people with long time and after years and years is they get to be really angry and really uptight and their shoulders are up to their ears and their faces are all scrunched up and they look and like they're they need just to... downright mean. <laughs> and that's one of the reasons that they're so downright mean because they repress all of their emotions. Then they get these newcomers that come in and have absolute power over them. And we all know that absolute power corrupts absolutely. So that's that right. core unwitting newcomer coming in there amongst these people who are starved for the ability to to control somebody, and so you're there as their little pigeon, and they take all of that repressed emotion and craziness, and they just throw it at you. It's true. You know, it's true. I, I mean, hey, Lee, Lee, hold on a second. Like, hold on. Like, stay on. I've got to bring in Hank, though, because I, he said he was going to call in. I think he's here. Is this Hank Hayes? Yeah, it sure is. How you guys doing? <laughs> We're good. Wow. <laughs> Say hi. There's um, Lee and there's Gunther and this is Hank. And uh, how you doing? Good, man. I'm just enjoying listening to Lee, man. What a ball of energy. I love it. <laughs> yep. Hank, I was looking at the cover of your book the other day. Yours is going to be the first book I read. I haven't had a chance yet, but I really want to read your book. I really do. Oh, man, well, that's great. Yeah, please do. And uh, why don't you, uh, through uh, email, reach out to uh, Monica and get my email address in, and I'll send you a signed copy. Oh, you totally rock, dude. That's great. great. (laughs) Yeah, she's she's another one of us, Hank. She's like a fire. When she came on my blog and she started writing i was just it's like I, I i needed her too and she needed a place to blog and i couldn't believe her story and we exchanged phone numbers and i talked to her and you know it's, it's like she didn't even leave because of the 13th step anyway she left because of the crazy you want to tell them the sponsee the sponsor story and the grand sponsor story you i left because there is a divine creator who put me here who looks after me. I left because it was not given that I should be in there for years because I wouldn't have been able to survive it. My sponsor fired me for relapsing for the fourth time 
in like 18 months. And I thought that that was the worst thing to ever happen to me. But after connecting with Monica and you guys, I can see what a blessing that was. So I've learned enough about AA to where I can educate people on it, I can talk about it, but I don't have that deep, deep, deep years ingrained mm. conditioning. And it's so harmful to me, I can't imagine what people who've been in it for years feel. I can't imagine how you wow. get this crap out of your head because I am forever, like Guthrie was saying, he doesn't think it'll ever leave. I don't either, Monica, because the way <laughs> that I think, the way that I am has been changed. I'll always be right. combating it. I'll always be trying to think something other than it. I'll always have that little nagging thought that comes up that I have to push back, you know. I didn't used to have that. My brain, I was, I flowed. I flowed like a stream of consciousness existence. I don't have that anymore. Oh, I, I think, think I think it's true. I do think you can. I, I, I think there's a lot of things that's changed with me. I, it's not all gone, but there were deep-seated things that when they came up, I saw them and I dealt with them. I talked to my therapist. Wow. But I think there's things spiritually, I think there's things psychologically, and I think it's a lot of things that Hank did in his book, um, in Hank's book, where sort of different modalities for healing. You want to share some of that, Hank? Please. Wow. Okay. Well, different modalities. Maybe he's um, cooking spaghetti, me... too. I don't know. No. <laughs> well, yeah. No, I'm, I'm driving on the freeway down here in uh, uh, down south. And uh, I just came from a business meeting, and, you know, in my mind, one thing, and I will surely share, you know, some and many modalities, you know, I was just thinking about, you know, when Monica started this deal, and I met Gunther, and, oh, I didn't say, hey, Gunther, how you doing, my man? Hey, Hank, what's <laughs> happening? How are you? Sorry. All right. Well, and, you know, just how much we've all progressed in, multiplying the message for people that, you know, maybe first-time listeners now or those who have – how many downloads has it been, Monica? Oh, my God, it's <laughs> over 72,282, and that was yesterday, so there's probably 500 more. I don't know. Fantastic. Wow. Yeah, 72,000 so instead of 40 women Yeah, in one meeting. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I mean – you know, as a business person, you know, we know if a, let's just let's say, uh, an ad or marketing component works by how many people, you know, are calling that number or how much direct response that we're getting. You talk about 72,000 wow. downloads. Yeah, with 71,000 were me. <laughs> I did figure that if if people like say you know somebody who really did like the show did download them all, right? <laughs> but even then, I mean, it, I don't think that happens. But you would even have well, how many would that be? So, uh, I don't know. But <laughs> 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 well, we know there we have well, a few followers anyway. <laughs> well, yeah, you know, the, 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 the point here that we're you know <laughs> we're making some cool fun around and. Right. Uh, you know, I, I love that, Gunther, you know, 71,000 of them were you, that's funny. Um, <laughs> that, you know, this isn't something that's like being marketed heavily. This is people are downloading this because it's the truth. Yes. 
and right. because yeah. they want the information. And I, I think that's great that you've done that. And, uh, oh, I wanted to share something with you. I got invited to be a speaker for TEDx on this topic. Oh, my God, wow. you're kidding. Really? No. Awesome. When? Yeah. When, when? Yeah, yeah. Date uh, has not been selected. I've oh been my God, I was nominated. That's oh, that's uh, awesome. Accepted. So uh, I don't know which one it's going to be at. But, um, you know, here's the thing, uh, you know, at least for me, is that, you know, I knew something wasn't gelling for me in the, in the AA world long before I really, you know, really started stepping away. There were many things that were brought to my attention, but I didn't pay attention to them. And mm, right, right. Leah, I'm sorry? That's right, that's right. Yeah, and uh, Leah, I think, you know, how many years were you involved in the, you know, the rooms there? No, I was in it for only a very short time. I was only in it for um, a year and a half. Oh, my God, I'm so lucky. You are so lucky. And during the whole process, you know, like, like, like you're saying, Hank, I heard things that I didn't necessarily agree with, but I overlooked them because, see, I was a person in crisis when they found me. Right. You know, I was I was mm. having a lot. And so now you have all these people. You know, I had already isolated myself. I had fallen off of my work. I, you know, right. I had no social life. And now all of a sudden I have these people saying they have the answer, and they're so kind. They're coming. They're picking me up. They're taking me to get food. You know, I, I wasn't right. eating, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm overlooking all this blatant uh, 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 these contradictions, this this lunacy, I'm overlooking it because they repeat these this jargon with such confidence. You know, they are like ignorance yeah. on fire, ignorance on fire. And so you get well, like in a little hypnotic state, and you start to just accept it all. Right. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. Well, and it wasn't just. Hmm? No, I I well, was agreeing. I, I think Gunther was too. Yeah. I'll say this. I'll finish this. It wasn't until I got fired and I went to the leaving AA site, and I was absolutely suicidal, okay? I'm going to be very honest. I'm a counselor. I have a master's degree in counseling. You know, I've been working on a book on survivors of childhood molestation and rape, of which I am. And they Mm -hmm. told me in AA, you know, that I don't have a brain, I can't think, and I have no business writing that book, blah, blah, blah. I can't write anything. (laughs) I'm glad I had this experience. Because 95% of the people who experience molestation and rape have substance abuse issues. So I had no business writing that book that I'm so passionate about until I got a little taste of AA, okay? Mm -hmm. And it's been very very painful. It's still very painful. But the saving grace was finding Monica's site, and then Monica's site led me to all of you. And it let me know I'm not alone. I'm not crazy. There's other people out here who see more than what I see. And they, you know, Monica, being in that, being in it for years and years, like Monica, you know, like Monica, you were in it for what thirty five years. I, you know, I was. I, feel, I, I, I mean, I was, but I did. Like I, I started. I, I, you know, I just want to say though that even I, though I was, at three years sober, I looked around and I said, "This is not going to fix me." And there were people that were doing these twelve step with the twelve and twelve whole meetings where they were trying to make more out of what was in the 12 and 12 and that was already mm. that, then that was going on in the already you know 12 and 12 meeting outside of somebody's home and it kind of creeped me out and I began to read books by Ogden Dean <clears throat> excuse me 
excuse me, Osmondino, where you had to like, you know, read these scrolls, and it was it was the beginning of me doing affirmations and re reprogramming with fresh stuff that I knew AA didn't have, and I did a lot of that all those years. So you know, 20 years ago, I said this is bullshit about the anger and the brainstorm and all this hogwash, the whole section of the book, and I got into therapy and I did rage work, and I was like, fuck you. And I'd go to meetings, and I'd say exactly that. I'd say, this is bullshit. This was written back then. They're not talking about this. They're not talking about child abuse. Guys, this is what's real. And so I kind of was a rebel within it, and yet I believed a portion portion of it. You know what I mean? So Mm -hmm. I was deprogramming from what was so the time I was three years sober until I left. But then it got serious when I went back. I don't know. You know, once I found the blogs, orange papers, and stinking thinking, it wasn't like I was someone who believed everything all those years, thank God. And I did a ton of outside work, other work, and really heavy-duty therapy. So, I don't know. So, well, I, I was in and out. I'm yep. sorry. I was Go in ahead, it for 16 years, and um, I I kept going back. Um, they told me I'd die without them, and every time I went to a rehab, it was the same old spiel. You didn't do it right. You know, they told me that I was the one who fucked up, not the program. Yeah, yeah, I, I hate always, that part. Mm-hmm. It was always right. me. So it was like being in a in an abusive relationship. Yeah, where I'd get bombarded with all this self hatred and shit, and then they, you know, there's a little bit of truth in every good lie, and then they bombard you with these messages about tolerance and love and all of this shit. <laughs> you know. Oh my God, we have another caller here. Let me see if he wants to talk or he. Hey, caller, do you want to talk? Caller. Caller, you're live? No? Are you there? Okay. Hi, caller. Hey, caller. Okay. Hey, caller. Oh. Uh, I thought we had another caller in there. uh, I'm going to say, caller, would you like to share? (laughs) (laughs) Well, while we're waiting for that, Lee, I can feel your... Uh, your passion and your articulation, and um, you know, <clears throat> this is. I definitely make sure you know. I'm going to reach out to, to Monica and make sure that uh, I want to get your information because we need to talk offline. And uh, you know, there's a lot of things out there that um, I, I've been invited into to kind of share on this stuff and I'd love to collaborate with you and Monica. Yeah, she's amazing. uh, Yeah, I think every... Yeah, that sounds good. I'll give you her information. I'm on a different computer now, but when I get off, I'll get you, um, you know, each other's emails and then you guys can connect. How does that sound, Lee? Is that good? That's fabulous. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Uh, a lot of us here, but we can all share the share the. Go ahead, Hank. You wanted to say something. Yeah. No, it's great. Well, you know, again, in my mind, you know, in my again, my focus is about you know, uh, you know, celebrating, you know, what what Monica's done here, uh, you know, with the yeah. start, you know, and it all started off with a phone call, right? 
Um, and then, you know, when I'm when I'm doing the smart thing, um, you know, yeah, down in Baltimore, you know, somebody would say to me, hey, have you ever hear about this thing called, you know, you know, stop 13 stepping, you know? And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then, now all of a sudden I'm like, oh, yeah, Monica's my best buddy. You know, you know right? <laughs> Oh, really? Somebody said from Smart Recovery. They knew oh, about at, the blog? At, at the, yeah, at the conference, at the Smart oh, Conference. Oh, was, oh, okay, last yeah. year or the year before, maybe two years ago. Yeah, it was the yeah, year before. That's oh, right. And, yeah. uh, you know, so, you know, all it takes is, you know, an individual to, you know, like you've done, and you start with, you know, one, and you end up with 72,000. How's that? I mean, I got to tell you, I want Lee to hear this because I'm sure Gunther knows it and Hank knows it now. But so that happened. He found my blog, and so I was doing this show for about six months. And I'm doing a show, and I think Sal from he was a cab driver from New York, uh, you know, teen years went to the program. He was a social worker, I believe. He's like a trained social worker, but it was had become a cabbie, and he had called in. And then this guy Hank calls in. This is Hank who's on the phone now. He's like, <laughs> Hey, you know, and he starts talking. I'm like, he, I wrote a book, and I'm like, really, you know, you a book, and so this is how, really how I think we met is you called in on the radio show, and yeah. I was thinking, Lee and Gunther, that I was going to have to write this book that was going to expose, you know, AA for what it goes. No, no, I wrote a book, and that's what his book is. I was like, oh my god, I'm so glad. And then I got the book, and I started. Then wow. I had Hank back on for two shows. Uh, where great. I realized I wasn't going to have to write a book, and uh, you know Hank's book is about exposing the first third is exposing you know the lies uh, that AA yeah. tells everybody, and the second is his program like a new way, and then the third part is stories of people that did it another way. Yes. Yeah. Now we have we have a when we have time we have a comment and a question from the chat room. Okay, go ahead. Excellent. Are we ready? Okay. Yeah, go ahead. Um, first comment is from ETP, and it says, Tell Monica congratulations on 100 <laughs> shows for me. Okay. Tell her thank you. And the second one is from Persephone in Exile. Tell us when you left, how you left, what made you realize it, Gunther. We want the Gunther story. <laughs> well, go. Tune in. Go ahead. I, I think... Uh, but the first thing that really broke through for me, my my major breakthrough was reading the small book by Jack Trimpey. I had been in a chat room online with somebody, and I was desperately looking for a way to quit drinking. And uh, somebody suggested, why don't you try something else? And I had never even thought of trying something else. It, it just seemed, you know, like a whole new idea to me. So this person Well, there's no such thing. Hmm? There's no such thing. Yeah, well, it, it, that's what I thought at the time. But then she suggested to me I should read the small book by Jack Trimpey, and it was like Toto pulling back the curtain in The Wizard of Oz. And, mm -hmm. and the wizard was standing there, and it was just, it all suddenly seemed like a bunch of horse shit that mm. I had wasted all these years, you know, traveling um, <clears throat> before this, well, I don't want to say fictitious, but what AA makes it is for fictitious. This God who um, 
wanted to torture me because of my character defects. So, so Gunther, let me question. ask you this. So I, I, because there were moments for me too, but you're saying that it was when you opened up Jack Trimpey's book, the small book, and you were reading it, that that's when you went, like, in, you know, the Wizard of Oz was there behind the curtain. Was that it? Oh yeah, that was that was a major breakthrough for That's me. Good. I couldn't deny yeah. that the guy, what what Jack Trempy was saying in the book mm-hmm. was true. Well, mm-hmm. it was just too obvious. Um, and my whole, you know, I put on those the other pair of glasses from that point and started to look at things a little differently. Wow, I have another caller. So Lee, I'm going to put you on hold. You know, uh, let me see yeah, where you are. I'm going to put you on hold. And I'm going to let, so you can still listen this way if you want. I'm so glad you called in. Thank you so much, honey. And I will connect you with Hank. Okay? Congratulations, Monica. Thank you. Thank you so much. Keep okay, going, girl. There you go, Uncle. Bye. Thank you so much, Lee. And I'm going to see we have a caller here. Caller, you are live. Can I have your name, please? This is E-Man calling from the East Coast. Okay. E-Man. Hi, E-Man. How you doing? I'm happy to be supporting your 200th program. <laughs> I think 100, but <laughs> welcome. Do you have well, a comment or question? Well, it carries the weight of 200 for me. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, Monica, I'm tempted to call you massive because I came on to the Leaving AA blog that you created, and it has been very helpful for me. I was an Alcoholics Anonymous addict for many years, and... As I was enjoying listening over the last few minutes, I got off work recently, so I wasn't able to join at the beginning of the show. But you mentioned, and you've also written recently, about how you kind of realized after three years that this AA wasn't going to solve your global problems, perhaps. Mm -hmm. But I mention this because I have always been an AA skeptic, but I developed the habit of attending meetings, and it's been tremendously difficult to shake that habit. Mm. And I have looked through the literature, and I realize that there is a dark shadow to the program. Maybe it's helpful to some, but I would suggest that it's not helpful in a in a way that, that society should promote. And certainly the institutionalization of AA is not a good thing right. as I see it. So I'm glad to be amongst like thinkers. Oh, I'm I'm so glad. Thank you so much for calling in, and I appreciate your writings on the blog, uh, and I appreciate what you're saying. And we're going to try to change the fact that when you get a DUI, that you're sent to AA. You know, even if they coerce you through by sending you to a drug class, I agree with you. Uh, and I have another caller in, so uh, I'm going to put you on hold. Okay. I'm going to do this. I'm just going to sign off the cell phone that I'm calling from, and I'm okay. going to enjoy the conversation from the background. Okay. And if you need me back, mention it over the air, and I'll call back. But otherwise, I see the time is dwindling. My support and bravo to you. My experiences with AA are somewhat different, and everyone's are quite different, no doubt. So mm-hmm. I would say to people that are questioning their experience of AA, if you can use it as a device to stop drinking, that's fine. Don't get hooked on AA itself. It's another addiction. Everyone have a good evening. Thanks for listening. Great. Oh, thank you Great. so much. Oh. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. Okay. 
Bye-bye. I'm going to see who else we have. We have a caller here. Hi, caller. What's your name? Hey, it's Amy. Hey, Amy. Hi, Amy. Hey. Hey, everybody. Who's on the phone, on the call? Okay. So we have, right now, we have Gunther, myself, and Hank and you. Ah, hi, Gunther. Hi, Hank. Hi, Monica. Hey, Amy. How you doing? Good. That was a great call. Who was that? Was that somebody we know, or... Yeah, no, it's uh, I don't know him. I know him as E-Man. He posts on the East Coast uh, on my blog, Leaving AA, and he's written some <coughs> really good posts, but he you know, was just saying he thinks it's you know, not a good thing for our culture to push this. You know. Yes, I heard that. Yeah. Yeah, so we were talking about what's new in the past two years, and I know when I met you, which was, again, because of, Gunther, I have to give credit. He was like pushing me to call. You should call Amy Lee Coy. You guys have a lot in common. <laughs> and I think Gunther said it to me the third time. And I, our emails had gotten messed up. And I mean, I didn't get one of yours. And so you probably thought I was dissing you. And then I sent because of what he said. I emailed you again. I said, Yeah, maybe I should try. You know, connecting with her. And a lot of things have. What would you say uh, over the past two years? Uh, what has changed for you? Well, actually, I'm just thinking about what you just said, how we have a lot in common. Our backstories with AA are so different. Mm-hmm. You know, so, mm-hmm. you know, you were in it, and I was pushing it away constantly since I was a teenager. Yeah, you were smarter. Uh, <laughs> I wouldn't say that. I was <laughs> oh, well, it's okay. I, I recognized how it wasn't helping me. Right away, but right. but like everybody else, you know, I there was times where I actually walked myself in there. It started where I was forced to go. You know, I was locked up in a rehab at 13, and they make you go. Mm-hmm. But over the years, when it's the, it dominates, you know, and so I wasn't in all the therapies and and treatment centers and everything. It's the only thing there. So when I would be in despair and just you know, wasted for too long, and I need—I knew I needed help, and I would get suicidal. It was the only thing I knew to go to, so I would make myself go. And then, you know, within the first few minutes of the meeting, it hits me again, like, this is not what I need, right. but where do you go? You know, so. I, I do think that part is really bad, and that's what uh, I think Gunther brought up in the beginning of the show, where well, we're seeing a shift even from two years ago when you introduced me. I think it was a year and a half ago when you introduced me to Stanton Peel, and I did that little short interview with him, to mm-hmm. now the first interview on Huff Live made us all mad, right? It was by, you know, the reporter was, like you could tell, pro-stepping and all that. Then there were two more Huff Live episodes, and if, if anyone's listening has not seen them, they're fantastic. And the the last one had Dr. Kern had Stanton Peel on and a woman in sobriety who I'm going to have them on soon. I contacted them. And then the one before that, I think Stanton was on and Tom Horvath, where Tom was saying that if smart recovery continues to grow at the rate it's growing now in 10 years, it will be bigger than AA. And I was really happy to hear that. And that's something we would have not heard 18 months ago. Mm-hmm. You know, and you know I... Something. You go ahead, yeah. Yeah, I uh, recently, and I'm not, I'm going to do it just for a little while because I'm, I want to really jump into it. I have uh, stepped into a slot as a uh, assistant facilitator with SMART. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm really enjoying it just because I just want to dive in there and really get into the nuts and bolts of how SMART works from a facilitator standpoint. Right. Um, 
in talking with the other facilitators in the area, they said in the last year, what they call it, these guys call it, there's been an explosion of people coming to SMART. Mm-hmm. Um, I, hope I, had, I hope I had something to do with it. I hope that my nonstop chatter about SMART and <laughs> SOS, no, I do, I, but I'm glad either way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's uh, yeah. So I wouldn't be surprised. You know, they're they're actually some of the talk was that um, because you know smart the way I know it and from what these other facilitators are saying is that they're used to small groups. You know, you know four, five, six, seven people max. Whereas just an example is one of the deals that I went to this Saturday. You know, it had like thirteen people in it. Now, that might not be a lot for an AA meeting, but the format's totally different. But right. they're like, well, we're going to maybe have to change the format because it's a lot different. When you have double the people, right. you can't get everybody to share and interact the same way. Right. That's true. They might need a, a beeper there soon. <laughs> a timer. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Uh, so, Amy... Uh, the world is listening, and I remember when I met you, I would say, you know, for anyone who doesn't know this, Amy wrote a book from Death to Part. Hank has a book, You've Been Lied To. and uh, But Amy it didn't realize, like, you know, you really need to create some kind of program. And Amy was, like, not interested. So do you want to talk about what you're developing? Yeah, well, the reason I wrote my book was just to share with people that there is another way, and and you don't have to be stuck in recovery forever. You can actually recover and be well and have a great life and go on and do what you like outside of addiction problems. You can let that go. And I just felt this responsibility because of all the people I'd met over my life in rehab, and just because when you've experienced a certain truth in your own life, you know, when people are suffering, we kind of owe it to each other to help another out and just let them know that there's another way and then I wanted to go off and be my the artist that I am and just go on with my life but I started getting these amazing emails from people and needing more direction more help more support and honestly one of the main things that people really need is kindness and like compassion and some attention on their despairing and stuff and you know just a little bit of time but you know guidance about, you know, tools and things like that, too. But anyway, eventually I got convinced to create something, so I'm almost done with it. And it is, it's a online support and insight and um, kind of course that I'm putting together. It's extremely affordable because I, I have a thing about right. that. Uh, rehab industry is just, you know, uh, what's it not called? okay with Where me. Find it? What's that? What's it called? What's you have it called? Where would you find it? It's on the website Self, and the course is going to be called Getting Over the Hump. And oh, it's cool. just yeah, so it's just it's just to help people, you know, in the very beginning, just right. sort through the thoughts and to have, you know, each other. There's going to be a forum on there. It's not going to be public though, so it's not going to I'm not going to be out of control like some of these have gotten. Right. You know, it's just a discussion forum of the things that I'm sharing and. So people can share with each other, and yeah. You know. So I'm, I'm, it's my contribution. I can't do 
everything. I don't have all the resources, and it, I'm doing the best I can with, you know, what I have. So now, that's you, it. When, when are you going live with that? When? When are you going you live say? with that? Yeah, when are you going Probably live? within a month. I'm hoping within a month. Great, great, because I, I don't um, – yeah, no, that that's really good because uh, it, I'm going to be doing this TED thing, and I would like wow. to be able. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that, is that great? TED Talk? Really? Yeah. Isn't that wow. great? This is good. The good news. Huge. Really good news. Congratulations. That's huge. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thanks. Well, I want to. You know, my thing is to showcase. You know what what people like Monica are doing, what you've done, and what you're doing. And, you know, mm-hmm. frame around it because I think one of the things is uh, that what's great is, you know, at least part of my stick that seems to work and resonate for others is people want to hear, you know, from the people who are the people, not so much from yeah. the corporation on high, as Gunther said, you know, uh, in, in front of the curtains where you don't, you don't really know. You just you, there's all this there's all the trimming, right? So uh, I think that's going to be great. Good for you. Congratulations. Yeah, I'm so yeah, excited. Thanks. I she's done mm-hmm. so much work. She's been so working so hard wow. on it. Wow, with with your encouragement, Monica, definitely. <laughs> well, we've been helping each other, encouraging each other <laughs> yeah. forward in the process. But I, you know, I can see it. Uh, you took uh, you know coaching uh, workshops and a bunch of different workshops that. You know, as you took them and I watched you shift, um, you came to this point and then started creating this, and there were people around you that you know, I think you sort of attracted that really saw value in what you, how you had recovered, and that is the thing. Like, I hope somebody writes a book called Recovered, like it, or that's the name of the program, or that's, you know, the TV show called, cause, and you just said it so beautifully because that's what I feel like happens and even at early early and i say this in sort of quotes aa sobriety i felt recovered like at three or four years i was like wait a minute like and if i would have been in smart i would have just moved on you know but i think what's what matters now is that all of us are here and you know what we'll do is have you on the show by when you launch it we'll plan it and you can we can have a show for you and hank when you're on ted you know, we can you yep. have you on right after. Anything that you do that's a big deal, you should just call me and say, hey, this is happening, can I do a show with you? And we can just promote, and when Gunther writes his life story and gets it printed in Harper's <laughs> yeah. or GQ magazine, which I'm encouraging him to take it off the blog yeah. and get paid for that story, my friend. <laughs> well, you know, here's something I envision, and uh, I would... Uh, yeah, and stop downloading, uh, you know, Monica's stuff. Seventy-one thousand times already. Jeez, Louise. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Did we lose Gunther? Wait, is he he's eating his pasta now? Did you leave us, no, Gunther? I'm here. Yeah. Can I plug my story? What's that? Can I can I give a plug for my story? Yes. Do Anybody it. wants to read my story, you can just Google the Jesus Fish Five Hundred. And it's right there on the Orange Papers blog. Okay, you guys read it, and you're going to agree with me, maybe, that he should take it down, work it, and and send it in to be published in a major magazine. And I think he would get published. And I think it would be really good. Then that's in the Orange Papers 
find that? Yeah, it's on Orange Papers, but if you say that again, Gunther, because I can't write If you just do a Google thing. search on the Jesus Fish 500. Why is it called that? Uh, it's a long story. It's in the story itself. Oh, okay. All right. Um, well, hey, Monica. Yes. Yeah. One thing I just thought, you know, just this is really awesome because, you know, I don't know at what, you know, maybe, maybe you would probably know, what number of the one from 100th show that I was on, but look at how much this has progressed. You know, you've got Amy on there, you've got Gunther, you've got that gal Lee. She was awesome. Oh, yeah, she's she was awesome. awesome. Mm-hmm. And then the fellow who just called in, whatever, where from East Coast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And then yourself, I mean, all the different varieties of people sharing their experience from their walk of life. You've really done something neat. Um, if I if I could do the clapping sound, you know, yeah. like how you, you the audio. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Thank you. You know, uh, thank you so much for saying that, Hank. Uh, kudos back to you uh, for writing a book that I don't have to write and, and being a, a massive ball of energy uh, you know, when we met, and uh, and Lee, too, she started her own blog. She's such a good writer. She's a really, really good writer. And so she not only created another blog, she made videos for Carla Brada. She spent days uh, and got on the phone and, and, and spoke to Carla's mother and uh, really made her mom feel better and made this incredible video to her as well and is very much an activist, so is more active about wanting to find change and make change. Now, we have two minutes and 45 seconds left. I want to just say who we're talking to again. I want to let everybody know we're talking to Gunther2000, one of my Ooh. favorite first blogger friends that I made on the Stinking Thinking website who's got his own blog called ExposeAA.org, which is E-X-P-A-A. Org. You can read his story on the Orange Papers. Um, and we have Hank Hayes, who wrote the book You've Been Lied To and the Truth About Addiction. What is the rest of the title? Yeah, Hank. that's a good question. It's You've Been Lied To. <laughs> the Untold Truth About Mainstream Alcohol and Addiction Treatment Programs and the Secrets to Eliminate the Problem for Good. And he has uh, On Track and Beyond... It knows uh, how if somebody wanted to get help. Uh, it seems like you're doing more speaking, right, than the oh, other. Yeah. yeah, we got the ESP thing going consistently, and Good. you know, the, on ESPN. You know mm-hmm. it's, it's fun. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, this is Hank Hayes, and then we have Amy Lee Coy, who is uh, has her on track. Um, Amy is. I'm sorry. From Death Do I Part is Amy's book. And she is building a site, recover, self recovery from self, and a dear friend. And I no, self recovery of self. Self recovery. Okay, self recovery <laughs> of self. The difference. And I yeah. am. Just, you know, it's really been a great show. We have about a minute left. If everybody wanted to take a quick, what they call lightning round, and just say something. I want to appreciate you for a minute because there's been so we've spent a lot of time together, you know, over the last year, two years, I guess. And there have been times where some of the things that you're doing have just brought me to tears. How you're standing up, I think about some of 
the teenagers I knew who actually lost their lives when I was younger and just people out there who are just in such despair and loss. And what you're doing is so important and just standing up for people and just what you're doing has just certain times I've just been tears inside. I haven't always told you or shared that with you, but it just really, yeah, Mm. it's really important. Thank you so much. Mm. All right, Monica. Well, yeah, on on the less on the roast round of Monica. (laughs) I will. Although I need the love, it's okay. I'll accept it. (laughs) Yeah, no, it's great. Look, you know, after um, you know, so I got this other company that we served the military, and then you know, after writing the book and doing the stuff that I'm doing, many people talk. Many people talk. The larger majority of people talk. And, you know, Monica, my hat's off to you, gal, because, you know, we've all had some, you know, bumps in life. And you've had mm-hmm. uh, some recent bumps, and you're still swinging. Go, girl. Yeah. And when, yeah. I, damn, when I see that, I'm like, she's a real freaking player. And so yeah. she's, I say, to, yes, I say to myself, she's one of us, meaning ones that will go through the tape on the finish line, not stop when they see the tape. Yeah, I I feel it. I thank you so much. I I, I think that that no one else can hear us now. I don't know if that's true, but it says recording is over, so I'll just say this to all of you that are still on the phone with me. Thank you, Gunther, for uh, co, you know, uh, hosting with me today, and uh, both Amy and Lee calling in, and Eman and Hank and Kevin for listening out there. uh, That I feel like it's the way that, that, that I feel like they took so many years of my life, and I did so much service. And I really can't help myself. It's kind of like the singing teacher who says, well, why do you sing? And you say, because I can't help to not sing. It's the same thing with this now. I feel like there's too many millions who are suffering and that the fact that I didn't know that there was Smart Recovery, Hank, in Los Angeles in 2009, I think is a travesty. And I think it's criminal. And I'm willing to just keep going until at least everybody knows all the other options and the and the judges stop breaking the law by sentencing people to a religious cult, and that no teenager, no child, anyone under 21 will be allowed in an, any 12-step meeting because it's not safe, and stop the illegal dumping. You know, this that's a long list of activism, but you know, it's here. We're doing it, and maybe we should do more shows like this quarterly, where there's a group of us where you can really just feel all that energy that we all have generated. And what we're all doing, you know what I mean? Well, it's yeah, I'm sure. Powerful. Have... Definitely okay. powerful. I think we got to say good night. It's all right, great to have you on. <laughs> I love you yeah, all. Thanks, Monica. I love you, I love I love you, you. too. Thank you so much, everybody, and we'll, we'll do it again. All right, okay, Amy. Good seeing you, Gunther. Take it easy, Monica. Ciao. <laughs> okay. Good night. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Take care. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.